Hello, this is Joshua Schmidt coming back to you. Another episode of Spiritual Sunday on the Nerd Assassin podcast. This uh, day we're going to go through Ecclesiastes 4. At this point, you kind of should have a good idea of what we go through here. Just kind of read through the chapter and say what I've been thinking about as I read these verses. Last chapter, if you remember, on chapter 3, we talked about our relationship with time and how there's going to be times where you'll have goods and bads and the ups and downs are going to come in life. And then afterwards, we talked about how everyone's the same and will end up returning back to the earth. And in this chapter, we're going to go into some more ways that people try to find meaning in their life that end up being empty. So here with verse 1, again, chapter 4. Again, I looked and I saw all the oppression that was taking place under the sun. I saw the tears of the oppressed, and they have no comforter. Power was on the side of their oppressors, and they have no comforter. But better than both is he who has not yet been, who has not seen the evil that is done under the sun. This kind of, I don't know, to me it seems, it's a very some sad verses. It's not some verses that you want to read during a happy occasion. But really, it's just setting that expectation. Life's going to be rough when I'm thinking of it, especially the verse, but better than both is he who has not yet been, who is not. So like the unborn is even better than the people who are gone at this time. Really, like this world isn't what you're living for. There's nothing. There's it's going to be hard times. Verse four. And I saw that all labor and all achievement spring from man's envy of his neighbor. This too is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. When I hear this, I really feel a warning. Just make sure that what you're working for isn't because you're envious of somebody else. It's really going to leave you feeling empty. And I don't know, it's a good warning for me. It's a good reminder. Verse 5. The the fool folds his hands and ruins himself. Better one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and a chasing after the wind. This one's a real, like, quotable, tweetable moment almost. Better one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil. So really, this, to me, reminds me of contentment. Being content with what I have rather than wanting more and more. You're going to be a lot happier if you have one handful and you're happy with that than if you're working, working, working to try to get two handfuls. It's really just peace and contentment, which is really the main key to happiness. Probably one of the best financial principles that you could pull out is contentment. Verse 7. Again, I saw something meaningless under the sun. There was a man all alone. He had neither son nor brother. There was no end to his toil. Yet his eyes were not content with his wealth. For whom am I toiling, he asked, and why am I depriving myself of enjoyment? This too is meaningless, a miserable business. So really, again, this accumulation of earth's things is meaningless. In this guy's case especially, he didn't even have the hope that he could pass it on to somebody that could treat it well. It warned us in some of the previous chapters, even if you do have an inheritance, it just takes one fool to be able to get rid of it all. But here especially, why am I depriving myself of enjoyment? He didn't enjoy what he was working for. He was just trying to accumulate to accumulate stuff, and it's just, it was miserable for him. Verse 9, 
Two are better than one because they have a good return for their work. If one falls down, his friend can help him up. But pity the man who falls and has no one to help him up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. I think, I don't know, when I read this, it reminds me of marriage and my marriage. And I think it is a common set of verses that people use if they're getting married. It'll show up in sermons. But really, it helps. It's helped me a lot. I know for sure my marriage has been one of the reasons I've been successful. Having somebody with that you can trust that will help keep you warm, help lift you up. And we go into a cord of three strands when we're talking about two over and over again. This three strands is commonly um, thought to mean you have your husband, your wife, and the third strand being God. Like those three knotted together, when they're joined together, it's really hard to break that, whereas one piece of string is easy to break. Verse 13, Better a poor but wise youth than an old but foolish king who no longer knows how to take warning. This one's another good reminder for me, just to listen. Listen to what people are telling you. It's a much more wise to listen to these warnings than to just shut everything out and be foolish like this king. Here they're comparing somebody, the highest of the high compared to the lowest. The lowest is wise, even though they're youthful, whereas the old king plugging his ears is said to be foolish. Verse 14, the youth may have come from prison to the kingship, or he may have been born in poverty within his kingdom. I saw that all who lived and walked under the sun followed the youth, the king's successor. There is no end to all the people who are before them, but those who came later were not pleased with the successor. This too is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Um, so when I read this, I really think about advancement. You know, I'm trying to get to the next level. I'm trying to be my manager's manager. I'm trying to be CEO. Um, everyone always wants the next best thing. When you're the coach of the football team and stuff's not going well, people are calling for the next coach. When the quarterback's not doing well, they're calling for the next one. Like, There's going to be always this yearning for somebody new, and you're, it's not going to be appreciated when you get up there. So going and trying to achieve and trying to become the top person is really going to end up being meaningless in the end. So that's the end of chapter four. Again, if you want to talk more about any of these verses, you want to continue the conversation, search the Nerd Assassin on Twitter or LinkedIn. It's the best places to reach me. Next week, uh, we'll look at chapter five, where we really talk about the awe of God and also how riches are meaningless. Continue on this theme of meaninglessness. So, Feel free to reach out. Thanks. Have a nice rest of your Sunday.